630 Chad This Morning Podcast with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. And uh, we will be getting a relief in temperatures. Still very, very cold, uh, below average, significantly below average for this time of year. But uh, that cold snap that we've survived over the last couple of days will be ending. But still, we still have to keep an eye on the temperature and, of course, our vulnerable population here in uh, the city of Edmonton. So last week, you may remember uh, Mayor Amarjeet Sohi said that he plans to do declare a housing and homelessness emergency today. What does that mean? Does that mean more money? Because usually when you when you declare an emergency, maybe that frees up some funds from other levels of government. How will it affect, uh, affect the encampments that we're seeing here in the city? What exactly does it mean? City Councillor Aaron Paquette uh, is on the line and he's hopefully going to shed more light into what's going to happen today in City Council. Good morning, Aaron. Oh, good morning. So what's going to happen today in City Council? Well, uh, Stacey, uh, first of all, thanks for having me on and uh, thanks for um, uh, covering this issue. So today the mayor is uh, asking uh, city council to declare a, uh, an emergency on, on homelessness. And the, usually when you declare a state of local emergency, uh, you get provincial approval and then that means that you also access uh, different powers and funds that would normally not be available to you. You'd get funding for the province, you'd be able to uh, do more, more rapidly. Um, however, what we're talking about is not a state of local emergency, it's simply a declaration of an emergency which um, holds no actual functional power. So, 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 so what does like, it mean? Okay. Are you hoping that something's going to change or is it symbolic? Yeah, I would say it's largely symbolic. Um, I'm not sure if I will be in support of uh, this motion. We'll have to, I'll have to hear more. I'll have to hear the arguments. I have to keep an open mind as a city councillor until the decision is made. But at this point, it doesn't really have my support because I know it's an emergency, you know it's an emergency, everyone who's listening knows it's an emergency, and therefore the provincial government, the federal government, and the city government are all very aware of the situation. And so just stating that it's an emergency seems to be uh, more of a, uh, well, it's for public relations, I would assume. And, but it makes uh, headlines, so, right, Aaron? So, it, you know, uh, right across headlines. the country, people are saying, you know, Edmonton's declaring a, a homeless emergency. So it, it does put a little bit of pressure, no? There is that pressure. Now, uh, a reason I might support it is if there are bold actions, strong actions, and immediate actions that are paired with this, then that makes sense to me. If if by saying it's an emergency, which we already know it is, we are also taking action that helps people, then that will have my support. Now, it's important like what, to though? mention... Aren't you guys already out there help, helping people, supposedly? Like, what, what, what bold actions do you want? Well, that I want? Well, I would... Hey, I would love it if we immediately uh, were to go into areas and uh, make sure that we have teams on there on a more regular basis, maybe even a permanent basis for now while it's so cold, helping people get into uh, recovery uh, places, into hospitals where they need to go um, and help them find uh, shelters and shelters that are uh, increasingly starting to get filled up. Um, So it might be hard for someone, you know, in this weather, can you imagine going to a shelter and they say, well, we don't actually have space for you or you can't uh, bring in uh, your pet or you can't bring your belongings. And so people are like, okay, well, I'll go to the next one. And in this weather, 
who knows what's going to happen, right? So um, a little more support there. And I, I need to back it up, Stacey, and, and, you know, people are sick of hearing this, but we need to repeat this until we all understand. Housing, shelters, mental health, and addictions, these are all clearly defined responsibilities of the provincial government, not only through the Constitution, but through their own legislation. Every dollar that the City of Edmonton spends on this is money that is uh, diverted from our core services. And it uh, is legally not our responsibility, but we do it anyway because people are suffering. But what we really need is the provincial government to stand up in a big way. The province not uh, not happy, obviously, by this declaration or this proposed declaration of an emergency for uh, housing and houselessness. Uh, Jason Nixon, uh, the minister responsible, said uh, it's dangerous for the mayor and others to continue to suggest that vulnerable Albertans do not have anywhere to turn. This is false and will lead to more folks choosing not to seek out shelter because they fear they'll be turned away. I've said before and will continue to say there is safe shelter space around the city and no one will be turned away. We have more than enough room for every homeless person in the city of Edmonton. It is completely inappropriate and dangerous for the mayor or anyone to suggest Edmonton is out of capacity in our social services sector or our emergency shelter systems. What was your reaction to uh, to the provincial minister, Jason Nixon, uh, suggesting this? Well, I would call it largely a straw man argument. I don't think anyone is saying that there's no space at any shelters. I think what people are saying is there. Are, we have to really look at the factors. What makes someone want to or would rather camp out in this weather risking death, and some people have could die in this weather, and if they haven't already, I'd be surprised. Um, why would they rather do that than go to a shelter? And it's for some of the reasons I explained, which is why the city put out uh, a couple of years ago emergency minimum shelter standards so that uh, no one would feel that they have to voluntarily stay away. There are spaces and shelters. No one is arguing that. What they're arguing is if people don't want to go, take a look at that. Be a problem solver and figure out what the, what's going on there. You know, like your listeners say, like you, I think you wish that we just had adults in the room who got together to work it out. And that's all I'm looking for. Are you meeting with the province? Is there like It seems like they're pretty not happy and, may, and maybe uh, not on board with certainly the declaration of this emergency um, edict. Um, are you in touch with the province? Are they doing anything? Do you, do you see them on the front lines? Do you see them saying, what can we do to help? We are in touch with the province. And here, here's the thing. With a fraction of their surplus, we could virtually solve all of these problems starting uh, right away, starting this year. We could have started last year. This problem is not so big that it can't actually be managed. Um, and so the real question is, why isn't that happening for a fraction of the surplus? And people are like, well, I don't want to spend money on that. Well, here's the good news. Uh, it costs over $100,000 per person to be on the street on average to our entire system. It costs less than that um, to help people at the, at the maximum level of help. That's permanent supportive housing wraparound services for people who have like severe mental illness or addictions. It's $80,000 a year, so $20,000 less per year. We would immediately stop bleeding money. Now, of course, it gets less expensive, the less dire the, um, the need is. And people are, might also say, well, why, did, you know, why would I give a home to those people? No one's giving a home. This is a, a, a way for people to transition off the streets and to into their life. Now, some people, though, 
may have a severe um, issue, like I said, mental illness or disability or something. And they may need supports, but they're not getting it. They live on the streets. You know, we have over 84 youth living on our streets right now, and that means five and up. This is not okay. Did you hear back? Uh, did you hear any reports of over the weekend? We did uh, hit record low temperatures. I did see on social media that there was a lineup outside uh, the Bissell, people trying to get in. Um, obviously, they have there's an intake process there, but uh, so many people wanted to get in, they had to, to, to wait a little bit. And, and you did mention you would be surprised if, if there wasn't some, whether, uh, you know, some frostbite or some serious implications to the weather this weekend. Did you hear anything as, as city councillor? Did you get, do you get reports on those sort of things? And, and what happened over the weekend? Not quite yet. Just like everyone, we wait for announcements and statistics to be made known. And so uh, I think, though, we can safely expect that uh, there will have been some serious consequences during this cold snap. Uh, also part of this uh, declaration, possible declaration of an emergency, um, the mayor did stress that what happened over the last couple of weeks here in Edmonton didn't really meet the commitment of reconciliation that the city has with uh, Indigenous people. Is that something that you want discussed today in council? Well, it's a fact that uh, 55 to 60 percent of the folks uh, in the streets currently are Indigenous. And uh, for a lot of folks, they may have come in for uh, a treatment and couldn't get back home or they're just suffering trauma. And, uh, you know, we can't discount that. People might roll their eyes. Oh, I've had hard times, too. Well, this generational trauma is a very real thing. It's very documented. Um, And, you know, a lot of people look, I have. I have a relative, my, his name was Uncle Kenny, who struggled with alcohol, Stacey. And uh, we worked with him. He worked on it himself, but he just could never kick it because every time he did, all of those memories would come flooding back. And he ended up dying uh, in these Edmonton streets, uh, never having healed and always trying to cope with that in the only way he knew how. This is the situation many people are in, especially Indigenous people. So when the mayor is talking about reconciliation, I think what he's really talking about is how do we acknowledge the fact that uh, there's a huge amount of need in our streets. It's caused by generations of uh, really negative things happening, um, essentially through colonization, let's be frank. And uh, maybe there is a duty to just ensure they're not dying on the streets with everyone turning away. So that's, I think, what he's talking about. Well, it will be a very interesting uh, council meeting. Uh, You said that you're not quite sure where you're going to vote in terms of uh, this declaration of an emergency for housing and houselessness. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, hey, thank you. And, and you know, uh, next time on, maybe we'll have something cheerful to talk about. Yeah, uh, definitely making headlines. And, and this is certainly nothing nothing to joke about. Uh, some dangerous temperatures, and it will continue for the next uh, couple of days. But I think the worst is over, so that's some at least some good news. Uh, Aaron Paquette, uh, city councillor, and, of course, uh, later today, the mayor is calling for a housing and houselessness emergency. How will it uh, end up in terms of the vote? It's certainly making headlines. We will, of course, uh, find out.